got all the racing news and people from around Victoria, racing's greatest state. Welcome along to Coleraine, Bendigo, Ballarat, Waterball, Bet365, Geelong. And good morning, everybody, from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Turf Club. Already. Ah! Off they go. For country racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show. Where we belong. Yes, time for the Country Racing Show on this Thursday morning ahead of Ballarat Cup Day in a couple of days' time. Nikita Ross is here in the studio alongside us. Good morning to you, Nikita. Good morning, Matty. Good to be back in the studio. It's exciting, isn't it? Ballarat Cup Day on Saturday, half a million dollar Ballarat Cup. And um, it's a race that continues to get bigger and better every year. And so does the entire meeting, really, as it's, I guess, now thrust into the, the, the limelight of the spring. Absolutely. So much good prize money up for offer, of course, at Ballarat on Sunday. I feel like I say it every week. It's just been a, a massive week in mm. country racing with all these country cups. And I'll say it again, uh, off the back of a, a terrific Cranbourne Cup, I really like that it's essentially extended the spring, hasn't it, mm. with these two big country cups week after week. Good fields, good racing, Cozzy, and, um, mm. and yeah, Cranbourne was terrific last Saturday. And when you look at the list of trainers who have runners in the Ballarat Cup, it's like the shopping list of the greats, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's your wish list. Yep, no, it's uh, it's going to be a huge meeting, really good prize money up for, for offer as well. That The two-year-old race is terrific. So, no, uh, really looking forward to it. it uh, as I mentioned, off the back of um, a big weekend with Cranbourne Cup, Mortlake Cup, which was held at Tarang, and uh, Donald Cup, of course. As you mentioned, Dean Yendall, his fifth mm. Donald Cup, he notched Incredible. up on Sunday. Yeah, he's in good form. Uh, I'll tell you who else is in good form. Mitch Friedman's in great form at the moment. His strike rate is... Uh, terrific over the last couple of months, and he's got uh, a couple of nice chances at uh, Ballarat on Saturday, and he joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Mitch. Yeah, g'day, Matt. Um, thanks thanks for those kind words. It's uh, the Hometown Cup uh, on Saturday, the Ballarat Cup. Uh, how's the team in preparation for uh, Saturday's racing? Yeah, um, the, the couple we've got going there, we're, we're happy with. Um, you know, probably haven't had too many horses get up and going this early in their uh, two-year-old season, so... Uh, yeah, we're just sort of dipping the toe in the water there and having a bit of feel for it. And, uh, hopefully, it's something we can do more often down the track. Mitch, it's interesting. A couple of the, the babies you got going around. Sea Cryptions one that fascinates me by encryption and beautifully bred horses by Lonro out of Guelph, who won the Golden Slipper. I reckon you got a bit to look forward to in the future because the dam won over a mile at uh, Durban and twenty two hundred at Eagle Farm. So, is she look like an early runner or look like one who might get a bit further later? Um, so yeah, the, the, the dam's thrown a, a fair few two-year-old uh, runners and winners, um, and I can understand why. She's got a really good brain on her. She's a very intelligent horse, and it just takes everything in her stride. So um, yeah, I, I think that she's probably going to be a, a horse that fourteen hundred um, will be suited, and, and I don't know, maybe a mile down the track. But we we haven't really done enough with it to, to completely know what distance she's going to get. But um, yeah, she she's um, got a a good brain for it, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing her on Saturday. Well, the Sire Encryption, I think he's only had a couple of the races, and they've hit the ground and run. Yeah, look, um, I, I, she's, she's not in that category where she's going to ping out of the, the barriers and um, and and fly forward and, and be right up on the speed, but uh, as I said, she, she's going to be wanting a little bit further, and I'd, I'd be hoping that she'd be strong at the finish. Race one, Mitch, you've got Bella Rich. Hopefully I've, I've said that right. Um, how forward is she? And was this a target first up, or do you think she's going to continue to improve as she gets through her prep? Yeah, um, once again, she's probably going to be better suited over 1,400 um, and potentially a mile. It might be something we try with her. Um, but I, I think that she's forward enough to, to run a pretty good race there on Saturday. Um, 
she's drawn a, a nicer gate than she has in the past. Um, she doesn't have to go right back like she has. Um, she's got enough barrier speed to, to take up a position sort of just in behind the speed or, or midfield. And, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, she'll go there and acquit herself really well. Mitch Tararul looks a really nice chance at Mooney Valley tomorrow night from uh, barrier number one. Yeah, he, he's going to have to, you know, Geordie's going to have to be on his game there and, and really give him a kick out of the machines and, and probably have to lead that race, I reckon. He's a, he's a horse that doesn't have a, a big change-up speed and the other day at Geelong he just got bobbled up and, um, you know, he was good to the line, but I, I think if he can get sort of rolling and get moving on him, he's much better suited and hopefully... Um, by giving him a squeeze out of the barriers and potentially leading, we'll be able to do that. Mitch, you're on fire at the moment. You're getting a few winners around the place. Uh, hang on, Harvey got the chockies for you. Delta Tango, Guido, Tararua. Yeah, that, look, the stable's going really well. We haven't had a lot of runners of late, so you probably feel like you're not going to the races very often or not much happening, much is happening. But when we have gone to the races, they've been performing well, which is uh, ultimately, ultimately what you're trying to do. And it's, uh, yeah, credit to, to the staff and uh, everyone else that the horses are in great shape. And, um, you know, we've got a busy next few months coming up, so we're really looking forward to it. What's the size of your stable at the moment, Mitch? Um, we sort of keep about 50 in work. Um, yep. Not all of them are horses are in work to, to race here. Some of them are, are in work to, to race overseas. So um, we've got a, a lot of unraced uh, horses there at the moment. Uh, a couple in there on, on rehab. And, um, yeah, we're, we're really happy with the way that things are going. Um, just, um, yeah, looking forward to the next few months where we're going to have a few more runners and hopefully uh, hit the scoreboard a bit more. Did you think about buying a, a horse to, to take to King Island like a few of your Ballarat mates? Nah, I didn't quite make the, the cut of the, the cool trainers group there. <laughs> have done that, They've but, left uh, you out, have they? Yeah, good on them. Uh, it's a good idea. And um, I, I haven't been over to King Island myself, but it sounds like it's a good time. So, uh, yeah, we'll, um, yeah, we'll look forward to, to following that. Mitch, you mentioned a minute ago you got a lot of horses getting ready to race overseas. Are you preparing them for Hong Kong? Uh, we do have a couple there at any one time. So um, we've, we've got a, a, a good relationship with the, with the trainer over there. And, um, yeah, we do have a, a few of them in, in one, any one time and, and a couple of them re- recently left. So, um, yeah, it, it's something that, you know, you, you try and uh, do all sorts of types of business when, you, when you're in this game. And, um, yeah, it's just one of the things we do. Mitch, uh, just looking at the forecast and the track, a bit of rain um, is expected tomorrow there at Ballarat. Is that going to worry your runners? Belarus has won on a heavy eight before, so um, that's not a concern for, for either? Um, so Valley Ridge, I, I don't think it'll bother her at all, um, what the track, track conditions are. Um, looks like the rain might come a bit later on in the day, um, but we have had a little bit of drizzle here and there this morning. So um, I, I think it'll be in the soft range or maybe just into the good range. Don't know about sea cryptions. She's actually only seen the grass once, so um, it's um, just been very tricky with, with uh, weather up here. And um, unfortunately, we weren't able to to get on there on Tuesday and give her a look at it. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, um, I think uh, the, the race course will handle it, and I'm not sure about the other one. Hey, Mitch, with the babies at Ballarat, you got that straight track. Do you find that helps with prevention of shin soreness at all, that they're not going around circles, you can work them in a straight line? Um, yeah, look, it, it could pay a, play a bit of a part. Um, you know, shin soreness essentially is a, a speed uh, injury and, and just, um, you know, the bone adapting to, to the speed work. So... Um, it, it could play a part. It, it certainly helps with their, their joints and uh, keeping them off their front legs. But, um, yeah, not 100% sure if it does with the shins on it. 
Hey, Mitch, uh, good luck over the weekend. You've got a, a nice couple of runners going around at the Valley and also at the, on the home deck. So we wish you all the best on Cup Day in uh, beautiful Ballarat. Thanks for your time. Good on you. Thanks for that. There's Mitchie Friedman joining us uh, on the Country Racing Show this morning. He's got a nice team of horses, and they're going really well, aren't they, mm. Cosy? He's got. A, I was looking through his strike rate over the last couple of months. He's going about 25%. Amazing. Yeah, he's had, a, he's had a heap of winners in the last couple of months. The Country Racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show. Welcome back to the Country Racing Show here on Big V Racing. It's 14 to 12. You're with Matt Nevitt, Sean Cosgrove and Nikita Ross. It's time for our segment, What Caught My Eye This Week. I may as well start because uh, you've already touched on uh, what caught my eye this week. And it was Dean Yendel winning his fifth Donald Cup over the weekend. And also on Dean Yendel, I had a chat to him last week on Big V Racing. Um, he's in great form at the moment. And I think it's fantastic to hear from Dean and... In previous interviews over the last few years, I'd sometimes listened to Dean Yendel and thought that he was quite frustrated. He didn't love coming on the radio, but I really enjoyed having a chat to him last week, and he seemed quite refreshed, and he just seemed like he was enjoying riding, mm. which was great to hear because um, he, he sounded like it was, had been a weight off his shoulders now that he can just sort of pick and choose the rides that he wants, um, and he, he's almost re, re-found his love for the sport again, which is great. Yeah. That's fantastic, isn't it? Because it is such a, a tough industry, isn't it? It's, um, it's mm. relentless, so... Um, you want to be able to be enjoying it for for the miles they do, the effort mm. they put in. So that's uh, that's terrific, and yeah, there's no doubt he's on fire. Yeah, he's deadly in those on those country tracks, isn't he, uh, Cosy? I think Nikita just hit the nail on the head with a few of the things you mentioned. A lot of people have jobs where they've got to get up early, mm. but they don't have to drive. Mm. They don't have to watch their weight. Yep. There's all these other components that come into play with being a jockey where you're up early, you're riding work, you're watching your weight. Um, and you know, people forget to take into account, a lot of people who work shift work, whatever, you get a child with toothache or something through the night, you get no sleep, it's all mm. that, and you get to hit the car, drive, come back. It's uh, it's a tough caper. Yeah, and he's also come back from a, a serious injury as well mm. where he had a, a broken back. Um, and, you know, there was question marks whether or not he'd be able to actually return to riding at all. So uh, well done to you, uh, Dino. Good stuff. Cosy, what caught your eye this week? Holster. Holster won the Mortlake Cup yep. and uh, got the money and absolutely just bolted in. He was, uh, Declan Boats on board, trotted in. The beauty thing about it is Amy and Ashiagi, mm. I think they do a wonderful job with their horses, but this was an online purchase. They paid about seventy grand for him back in September 2020 and he's now won $214,000. So what a good buy he's been. They, and I said they, they're very smart, the ones they pick. They do a lot of research into their horses. And um, they got one going around today by Raise the Flag. It's come out of New Zealand to be its first start. Right. Keep an eye on it. Sounds like you know something. They've been very patient with that one, I know for a fact. <laughs> All right, Holster. Yeah, no, mm. these a lot of these country trainers do a great job, don't they, of, of being able to find these horses online at relatively cheap prices and, and, and making a profit off the back of them. Yeah. The old days of when you bought one online, you were buying a car with a busted motor mm. are gone. I think we, you, know, you can still find them if you want to look for them. Um, but generally these days, you've, it's far more reputable. The horses are better quality, and yep. everyone's more open about it because yep. of repercussions. You seem to get a pretty yeah. bad reputation. And often you only need to win one race before you're in front. Yeah. That's right. right. And I think just on Holster as well, he, he's been nominated for a lot of country races recently, and they've obviously been strategic in where they've placed him, and, and they were rewarded for that last mm. weekend, so great mm. to see. Well, caught your eye, Nikita. Well, I've got a couple this week, and I'm going to okay, throw I in like there. Um, well prepared. So the first one is... <laughs> Is, uh, is Luke Oliver. Team is absolutely yep. up and about. Last five starters have netted four winners and a second mm. and all at different locations. So I speak of placing horse as well. 
that mm, that yep. is uh, the the proof is yeah. in a, in the numbers, isn't it? But yep. uh, five starters, four winners in a second, uh, yeah, placing them well, and and the horses are, are going really well too. So that was one of them. And the other thing that caught my eye was a, a story on Racing dot com. Amy Herman had a fall, and uh, and the last time she rode in official races was way back in June 2015. She broke her back. Uh, in a fall and uh, this week she returned to race riding after doing a lot of trials so she rode at Terang on Saturday, Geelong on Sunday and had one at Kiton on Tuesday mm. as well so just uh, after that uh, significant injury it's great to see Amy back in the saddle. Yeah it's an awesome story I actually when I was filling in for Michael Felgate on Tuesday had a chat to her on Racing Pulse and uh, great story of just persever- perseverance and resilience seven years is a long time mm. a lot can change in seven oh, years yeah. so to to still have the hunger and the um the will to want to get back and compete, um it was just a, it was remarkable to listen to her, yeah. And the bravery and the ticker when you've had a broken back, yep. there was a chance you may not walk again. Yeah, that's but right. That takes guts to get back and hop back on the horse literally and ride the and ride again. So she spent two months in hospital uh, when she actually had the fall seven years ago. Um, she was in an induced coma for a period of time, so. Uh, they were really serious yeah. injuries. Yeah. Um, so good on her. Well done to, to you, Amy, for, for being able to get back in the saddle and compete in the sport that you love. Hey, uh, we've got the Kilmore Cup this weekend, and hopefully we can catch up with Ben Murphy from the race club there ahead of uh, Cup Day on Sunday, Nikita, because um, it's one of another uh, group of country cups that um, we all look forward to each and every year. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, obviously, they've uh, lost a, a meeting or two recently, Kilmore. So fingers crossed that uh, all goes well for um, in the lead up. And, and Fields have just dropped recently, so we'll pull them up and, and have a brief look over those. But uh, great to um, it'll be great to have a chat to Ben. Well, they got a, a decent feel for the cup there. And again, Ben and JD Hayes have got three in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got James coming there with Alcione, Tony and Kelvin McAvoy, Kieran Maher, David Eustace, Mick Price, mm. Michael Kenkett, French Shepherd. It's got three. Yeah, picket fence beside it. One of the last three on the trot. Yeah, a lot of these horses have been nominated for a number of these country cups as well, just waiting to strike the right tracks because uh, there's a lot of uncertainty around what sort of tracks they're going to be on with the weather and um, the uncertainty around that at the moment, even with Ballarat on Saturday, there's, you just don't know what you're going to be on really. Um, so, yep, uh, hopefully they get a, a good, strong um, representation of horses there on Sunday for Kilmore for their cup meeting, and uh, hopefully we can get a hold of their CEO, Ben Murphy, who I believe is only a minute away. So we'll catch up with him in a moment. Nikita, what else is coming up in country racing over the next week or so before we catch up with Ben? Yeah, it's, it's huge this weekend, actually, on the country circuit. We've got the Tatura Cup on on Saturday. Yep. Uh, so three country cups on Saturday, Ballarat, Penshurst, and Tatura. So right across the state. And Tatura, just a, a mention of them as well. Mm-hmm. They've obviously had it really tough up there in the Golden Valley of recent times. So uh, terrific that this meeting can go ahead. Their previous two uh, general race meetings have been cancelled. So yep. they haven't raced since their cup 12 months ago. So fingers crossed the community can get around Tatura and make that a, a fantastic day. Tickets are still available. Uh, Penshurst, as I mentioned, and then, of course, Ballarat. And then we move on to Kilmore Cup Sunday. And Swan Hill have a Christmas party race meeting on Sunday as well. So okay, that is busy. Five country yep. meetings, four of them cups. It's okay. uh, it's all yeah. happening on the country circuit. It certainly is. Yeah. Santa will start getting a Guernsey now, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing they, they do in New Zealand, which I'm not sure they still do, but I thought it was a wonderful idea, for the spirit of Christmas from the 1st of December on, the top weight in every race would carry a red cap with a white pom-pom and white around the brim. 
<laughs> like Santa's hat, which was just a silly little I think thing I to do. That, yeah. But it was just yeah. good fun. Well, one of those four country cups this weekend is at Kilmore, and the CEO of the race club, Ben Murphy, joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Ben. Thanks for your time on Big V Racing. No worries. Great to be part of it, and hello to the listeners. How pumped are you for Sunday? I'm uh, really looking forward to it. So it's um, the first sort of cup, like a lot of clubs, that's that's COVID sort of free from restrictions. So we're really just looking forward to getting back in and um, and having a great day out. Have you copped much rain at all? It's a soft seven on riser at the moment. Yeah, so we'll be a soft seven, um, Sean, we think, on Sunday as well. We had a little bit of rain, but the wind's picked up today. Uh, forecast looks pretty good tomorrow in, and clear. Uh, with a little bit of rain around Saturday afternoon, Saturday night and into Sunday morning. But um, based on the bomb, it doesn't look like it's going to be anything that um, can impact the track too greatly. Ben, how have you gone with, with bookings and uh, what entertainment and, uh, and attractions have you got on the day there at Sunday? Yeah, we've been really wrapped with the, the community's response to the cup on Sunday. So, you know, we've sold 30 mini marquees. We've got a, a sort of party zone or a cocktail marquee with sort of 250 in it so you know we've, we've been really pleased with the response to packages um, and so we're really back to being sort of general admission for people to come and enjoy um, the kids activities which are sponsored by the local Bendigo Bank and um, and the racing which we're really really happy with how the fields have held up so it's a traditional country day of racing uh, with something there for, for everyone and a really um, big kids area. So we've tried to cover it off on it as well as we can. Ben, you touched on the fact that it's the first time in a couple of years um, that it's it's not going to be a COVID-impacted um, meeting. Um, just how, how much of an impact did, did COVID have on, on the race club? Uh, yeah, it did. So we, it had a great impact for us, obviously, as a dual-code venue, but also a, a hospitality venue uh, on the race course as well. So... Through COVID, we were shut for sort of over 300 days of trade. So it had a really significant impact in the sense that people couldn't come to the venue, but it also severely impacted our ability to retain our staff through that time because they had to go and do something else and, and those sorts of things. So as a race club, we were probably really fortunate that where we were in the spring last year, uh, the COVID restrictions opened up sort of the week of our cup. So we were able to have a somewhat normal cup. So... We were really fortunate compared to a lot of other country race clubs and metro race clubs through COVID. Um, but it's really nice to be able to plan a, an event this year without having that spectre sort of sitting over your head. So it's been a much more enjoyable process this year. Now, Ben, you're a racing man. I'm going to put the pressure on because fields are not long out. But have you got an early selection in the Kilmore Cup for us uh, on first glance? Yeah, I think... Um, I'm, I think from my perspective, I was really taken with the runner High Stranger last year, and I think the Fleetners had a plan after winning the Cup last year to, to come back this year. So I'm sort of picking a back-to-back win in the Cup, um, but I'd also keep an eye out in the last race, which is the Ricky Thompson Memorial race, and Ricky's sister uh, Jody has a couple of runners in that race, and I think it'll be a really great way to see out the um, race day to think that um, the Thompsons might be able to win their own race. So I'd keep an eye out for Holy Command or uh, Vamos Rapido in the last as well. Hey, I'll tell you what, um, High Stranger can cop a run or two. Gee, toughest, toughest teak. 
Absolutely, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think in talking to Shane sort of four or six weeks ago, I think the plan was to run over a couple of shorter distances and then run through Cup Week to get it cherry ripe for the Cup. So I think it's a bit of a plan to come on Sunday. Well, space the runs nicely. Kicked off the uh, this prep back in March. It's had fourteen runs. Exactly. Just keep it going. Tough old going. <laughs> all right, we'll be on board. Hey, uh, Ben, all the very best for the meeting on on Sunday. We wish you well. It's great to see that um, you can run a cup day now without the impact of COVID hovering over the uh, over the head. So uh, we wish you all the best. Thanks for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks for being part. Love being part of Big V Racing. I think it's fantastic. Oh, good on you, Ben. Good stuff. Uh, ben Murphy, the CEO of the Kilmore Race Club, joining us on the Country Racing Show and. Uh, beyond this weekend, Nikita, we can start to look ahead to the Jericho Cup in a week's time as well, which is exciting. That's crept up on us. We've got, obviously, the Zipping Classic meeting at Caulfield on the Saturday, and then we head to the Bull on the Sunday for the Jericho. Yeah, we do, and throw in Wodonga Cup on the Friday as well, Maddie. So, um, yeah, we're again, right across the state, um, it's going to be terrific. I've done a bit of research recently on the Jericho yep. Cup, and it's it's fascinating. So I've, I've written a piece which will go up on CRV's um, channels uh, later today, just a bit of a history on uh, on the Jericho Cup for those that aren't aware and mm. I caught up with Aaron Purcell last week and uh, that was great as well. He's He and his owners have bought a horse to target the race so um, the links that people go to to try and win a Jericho Cup yeah. and it's only fairly re- new as well so um, no, that's going to be terrific. They've got a full weekend planned as well for the Jericho Cup um, there's, a, there's a tribute um, a light horse tribute on the Friday. Um, yeah. There's there's things happening on the Saturday as well, so it's going to be a jam-packed weekend. There's a big connection with the Jericho Cup for people unaware, Nikita, isn't it? It, it goes why it's been named that. Yeah, absolutely. So the history of it uh, back in World War One, uh, there was a, an attack planned, and to try and make things look like nothing was happening and it was all just business as usual, they created a, a race meeting and mm. had a Jericho Cup. So uh, Bill the Bastard was the winner of the Jericho <laughs> Cup, and uh, he's referred to often as as Australia's greatest uh, greatest um, war horse. So, no, it's a really interesting story yep. and, and the history and the background. And B- Bill Gibbons is, is, was the founder, along with uh, the Warrnambool Racing Club, of course, to get this up and going. Yeah, so, it's awesome. Um, yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, terrific. Base a tribute to those who fought for our country too. No, that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's an awesome race meeting. It's great to see that the, 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 the participants, the racing industry has really got around it as well and in a, a short amount of time um, has made it into something really special already. So, well done to those that continue to, uh, to pump their interest and love into it, and we look forward to covering it next week on on Big V Racing. Uh, Nikita, I actually won't be in next Thursday, so I'll leave you two to uh, do your finest you work put on up the country me, racing we'll, show. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll hold the ship. I'm, I'm, sure, we'll I'm sure it'll be much more well, listenable. I'll be away. tuning in. I'll be <laughs> tuning in. I uh, look forward to catching up with you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Maddie. Nikita Ross from Country Racing Victoria joining us for the Country Racing Show.